Yo, the one you host returns. I'm back. I'm sorry. I was gone last week. I listened to the podcast. And all I have to say is I'm sorry. I won't do that again. Shout out to our boys, our girls, everybody that stuck with us. Shout out House Enterprise. I love y'all. Let's do this. Once you host for life. Welcome back to Small State of Big Takes. This is episode 190, I believe. Iconic episode opening take for Stephen O. Scott. What do you uh, got? Yo, yo, yo. Is it really 190, Ali? I believe so. I'm double checking, but I'm pretty sure this is 190. Oh, wait. No, it's 189. I mean, technically, we're, we're back. We went backwards, right? This is like 165. Yeah, this is true. <laughs> this is, this is 189, actually. My bad. Fuck. I thought restart I the counter. That's okay. <laughs> Episode 189, opening take for Stephen O. <laughs> what do uh, you got? Yo, yo, yo. What the fuck is going on? Glad to be back. Last Monday at this time, I was watching John Mayer. It was a great concert. Took a little edible. Saw some colors. Heard some colors, smelled some colors. Ooh. I don't know why colors were the predominant theme of the night, but they were. And I recommend if you're our age, maybe a little bit younger, definitely older. If John Mayer comes around, just check it out. Just go. Because I'm not the biggest John Mayer fan, but like just chilling, listening. It's like, damn, this is this is a chill night. He's not the John Mayer of old. It's like it's like an adult concert. Like, damn, this is this is cool. He's cool got a fucking deep discography, doesn't he? It's Does. like I'm sure it's like one of those things you don't wouldn't think, and then you're like hit after hit. You're like, oh yeah, oh yeah. Oh, it's nonstop. And he even plays like deeper cuts that you wouldn't think are like he doesn't play like just singles, like the ones that you recognize. I mean, like we would recognize if we listen to him, but like it's like damn, like all right, like he played uh uh what's that song? One off Heartbreak Warfare, the album there. I was like, oh shit, like that was a good one. Like one that I would never expect to hear, you know? It's like shit, this yeah. this fucking dope. Shout out John Mayer. What a, what an all-time cool guy. Oh, and my big take is about him is that he is the first guy that I thought in my mind was infinitely young that's actually getting older. If do do you know what I mean? Like you think of like like some people like, like in my mind are like young forever. Like John Mayer's one, or like, like even like Bryce Harper's one, like someone like, like that he was a he, like we watch like he's our age, but like he's like That's fucking gonna be like crushing when Bryce Harper like retires. Oh, we're gonna yeah. that'll be like oh no, <laughs> that'd be the worst wake up call. Yeah, ever. you're right. That's a good one. That's a good comp though. I even like even like Miggy being on the brink of retirement is like damn we're, and he's yeah. had a long career like Pujols, these guys that are calling it. If we're yep. talking about baseball, like basketball and football players, they're they're up there too. That's true. I mean, we're talking about Chris Paul. Like, is he going to retire? Like, that's a genuine conversation that it wouldn't be that crazy if he did. Like, that's that's wild. You think you you think he will? No, I don't think so. I think he's too, especially with all the talk about him. I don't think he wants to go out like this. I feel like he's getting trashed left and right. Um, what a smack! What a did you see uh, Pat Beverly on first take today? That was no. crazy. Unreal. It's worth off. like looking at the clips. It's like he it just goes in on Chris Paul. He calls him a traffic cone in terms of like a, as a defender. Of, like he's just, no way. He's like, what's, what's a traffic cone do? And then someone's like, it just sits there. He's like, yeah, that's Chris Paul. I'm like, <laughs> wow. Why like, he, does he hate he's, him? He's like, you guys aren't in the locker room. You don't know. Nobody's scared of these guys. We're not yeah. scared of the Suns. Yeah. I thought the Suns yeah. were a lock to move to the uh, fi- uh, Western Conference Finals, if not the NBA Finals. To be honest, I was shocked. Absolutely, I thought this is their. I thought the West was theirs to lose. For real, and I don't know anything it. about basketball, but like, dude, fucking, just look at the team. It compared, like, I don't know, Mavs. Yeah, I don't 63, 64 wins. That's crazy. Yeah, they were the they were wagon this year. That game was preposterous. Sure. That was the worst game of NBA I've ever seen. Yeah, that was so lame. I was like fired up to, to do something. Actually, I I popped an Eddie myself, and then I'll, <laughs> nice. I was like, screw this. It's like a 40-point game. <laughs> the, like the first quarter <laughs> blew them out. All right. How'd it feel go to, after go to Mars? I was I had popped a little one myself, and 
I was just chilling. Like this is like a different experience. How how are you feeling over there after uh, after indulging in the edible experience while watching the game? Um. Well, actually, so when I I think when I took it, I like stopped watching the game. Pretty sure I was just riding the high of the uh, the Celtics win as well, where it was just like, man, this is great. I was just loving every uh every moment. Didn't see any colors. Didn't feel any either. But Didn't smell I was- any? No no smells. No smell of colors. Um, no, I, I I had a pretty eye-opening weekend, actually. There was a couple – I had a couple cryptic tweets from the burner that were just, like, just real fluff words that make no sense. But in the moment, it was like, wow, this is some deep shit. I was watching some some Wes Anderson movies. I, I, I find that that's a very uh, exhilarating experience when you're under an influence. Like, I've never tried it. Which which movie were you watching? Um. So – I watched French Dispatch. Um, I did watch Isle of Dogs too. Big, big Wes Anderson guy. I've seen. I don't know. I know you are. I, I like his movies. They're just like aesthetically pleasing too. So you're like, ooh, this is cool. I like this. Did you ever? Fin- did you ever? Well, you must have watched Moonrise Kingdom, right? Yeah, that's my. That's my favorite. That's probably a top ten movie of all time for me. In all honesty. Yeah. I, I never yeah, swear to God, that's like a lock. That's a that's a date movie. If I'm dating a girl, <laughs> we're gonna watch that movie. Like confirmed. It's a it's just it's so you don't like it? I never I never finished it. I, I it wasn't oh, okay. because I didn't like it. I just I just was watching it and whatever happened that night, I just didn't finish it. But I liked what I saw. And it was like like what Camp Watchhog, right? Or something, right? Or where didn't they record it like in Rhode Island partially? Um, I think it was in Jamestown. Is that what it was? Yeah, but yeah, I think you're right. It was filmed a lot in Rhode Island. I gotta so say, cool. I've been doing a better job of uh, getting my girlfriend to watch movies she's never seen before lately. Like? Shawshank was a big one. That was a big step for us. What'd you think? She liked it. Which was great, because if you don't like that movie, I mean, there's something it's, wrong. It's a great story. Like, if you don't like it, what the fuck? Yeah, that's, that's an all-timer to me. That's a classic. Yeah. Anything else? Of t- oh, um, Happy Happy Gilmore was one. Yeah. Never seen that movie there. personally. What? Yeah, that's just nope. wild to me how people have never seen that movie. What about the- other Adam Sandler classics? Have you seen all the like uh, Billy Madison? Absolutely not. Oh, uh, <gasps> really Daddy. Have. Big Daddy. Yes, I have seen. Okay. Okay. Um. Damn. Water. You've seen the Water Boy. Not. The- what? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Seriously. Not the full thing. I've I've seen. Uh, when he like tackles the guy, that's like, crazy. Oh, here we go. Look who it is. Well, well, well. I feel like I feel like Josh might be a huge Adam Sandler guy. I yeah, could I be way seen. off. He I'm seems. A, I love. I love Adam Sandler. Me too. Me too. No, I. I, I don't know. I think I've seen pretty much all the shit. I, I enjoy I, him. I just don't. Even don't the know. ones that aren't good. I actually finally watched Uncut Gems a couple weeks ago for the first time. It was really good. What do you think of that one? I love that movie. I thought it was really good. Uh, and honestly, I thought it was predictable until the end. The end really did throw me off. I that did was not sick. see that coming. My issue with that movie was like the the way that they, oh, I don't even know, edited or whatever. Like the sound fluctuated so damn much for that movie. It was just it like loud. loud as fuck, like randomly out of nowhere. Yeah. And then it would be like so quiet. It was like they didn't mix it right. I don't know. And I don't, I don't even know what I'm talking about with that stuff, but I've never... If I notice it and it bothers me for a movie, you know it's like a thing. My here mom, we go. Speaking yeah, of uncut here we go. gems. <laughs> yeah, speaking of uncut gems, Lance Legier joins us from his car with AirPods in his ears. And What, uh, what are you whipping there, Lance? Yeah, what, what you got, Lance? Uh, I'm just like sitting outside playing a fitness right now. I just got a quick little pump in and figured I'd come talk to you guys. So oh, how we doing? I'm like some planet fitness creatures. <laughs> My man, what'd you do? What kind of set? A little bicep action? What's the deal? It was a set? it was a deadlift day today. So, oh yeah, yeah. Little little hip gotta, action. Gotta little get legs. it in. Yeah, little legs. Yeah, I pulled my hammy playing softball this weekend. I had to nurse that a little bit. So oh, yeah, we're yeah. doing good. Building the strength. So oh, Lancey, yeah. how you feeling about? You know what I'm going to ask you? The motherfucking Celtics, baby. I'm feeling on top of the goddamn world, man. Like, wow. That was, you know, game five just like ripped my heart out. And, you know, I, I woke, I was very sad, put my phone on charge, went to bed, woke up. I was like, how did that happen? But I went to work at Target 
And everyone's like, why are you in a bad mood? And you're like, no, no, no. I was like, you know what? I'm turning around. I'm confident in this team. They're going to get it done. I had to wait one day. We get game six, legendary Tatum performance. And then we laid it out, all out online uh, on Sunday afternoon. It was just picture perfect ending. Who is your favorite Celtic right now? All you guys. My I want to know. Favorite Celtic right now? I mean, you cannot not love Grant Williams right now. I mean, what a goddamn performance from that guy. That was crazy. That was an all-time. That was a Kelly Olynyk-esque performance. He was, and it was the fifth-year anniversary of that too. So it just made yeah. too much sense for that to happen. You know? Yeah. I think Marcus Smart is mine. He's my. He's got my heart. He's yeah, Marcus Smart's gonna be mine too. I think. Ollie, Ollie's big into that Fitz guy. Yeah, you know, as a die-hard Celtics fan, I believe Green and everything. It's just so hard to choose. Ollie. I could see Ollie being a Pete Pitcher Pritchard guy. I do hundred percent. I do fuck with the sharpshooters and and he burned uh, you or I, so we have some experience from I know, back, in, that back in the day. That asshole. Did um, you see the clip of him talking shit to the bench? I was just saying, say that. this is what I do. Yeah. <laughs> that was so cool. What a G. Legendary. I actually did watch game seven. Props to me for tuning in and watching a best an NBA game. How much? Um, About 30 seconds worth? Uh the second half. Word. NBA officiating is horrid. Garbage. That was Absolutely. a bad. That was a bad crew. Not gonna it, lie. It was bad. Um, that's my biggest problem with watching the NBA. It's just the officiating is so, so bad. But I will say, uh, Grant Williams was was giving me chills yesterday. That was awesome. Yeah, he's he's that dude. You can see, like him heating up was the game change, was the difference, man. And they let him shoot. That was that was the crazy thing. They were like, "We're not going to let Tatum Brown be this." Yeah, seven and eighteen, and I would say like that eighteenth one, he was like falling away. So I'm not even going to count that. Seventeen just standstill threes. I think JJ Redick was talking about that this morning. Like, how do you let a guy who shoots forty one percent take that many wide open threes? He's going to hit wide wide open. Like they're not even face guarding him. He tell you what though, it was a cold start at first. It was like, oh no, is he? Are we going to have to just like? keep the ball away from him because he was I don't even know what he started at but he took a while until he hit one and then all of a sudden he heated up and just could not be stopped and Brooke I don't know I people the broadcast hyped up Brooke Lopez so much defensively he was getting he was just like letting Graham Williams take those threes that's where it's just like okay like Brooke Lopez come on what are we what are we talking about here he's not a defensive anchor like he's not you got to get out you got to defend him Good rim protector. I mean, a couple blocks, like, he, he yeah. stuffed Derek White. And I was like, you know what? No, good inside. He was getting rebounds. I'm like, God damn, like, if he's going to be eating us alive inside, this might be a long afternoon. But, no, like you say, it was a cold first quarter for all the role players, really. I mean, Tatum yeah. and Brown showed up yesterday. And then Grant got going. Pritchard was just legendary in that fourth quarter. I mean, people are not going to forget that. And I hope that helps them in, in Miami. They're going to need a guy like Peyton Pritchard coming off the bench and Grant Williams, too. So, I think that was a huge confidence boost to do that in Game Seven for both of them. Now, but you how do we line on up? Time Lord, I'm sorry. Oh, so, I'm sorry. Go ahead, Dylan. I'm sorry. What do you say, my Tom Lord? Well, what's your read on that situation? Like, I I've seen both sides of like not good that they didn't even like put him out there. Like, aka, like awesome that we won by what 28 without Robert Williams being in the game. But the fact that Ime Odoka didn't even like put him out there does that scare you health wise? Of like, oh shit. Is he really not ready? Because bone bruises can be pretty scary. That's the John Morant injury, right? Yeah, bone. I mean, they showed the replay of when Giannis just drilled into him, uh, like he yeah. did with many Celtics this series. So that, that's not surprising. <laughs> um, yeah, it was a little question questionable. I mean, it was really like in in case of emergency. Once they kind of built that lead, I'm like, oh, okay. But I was really surprised to see Tice the, the first big off the bench. I mean, Tice was great against the Bucks. really surprisingly he, I thought he's going to be unplayable in that series just with the lack of size but no I think it's good they got them they got him some extra rest I mean they announced today he has no minute restriction he's not on the injury report or anything and That's I think crazy, Miami's man. kind of a, a better matchup for him anyways I think you know Brooke Lopez and Giannis kind of too big for him physically I mean Rob Williams is really an undersized center Miami is more of an athletic team and that might kind of suit him a little bit better especially with a center like Bam Adebayo even though He's probably not going to see Bam much. He's probably going to be guarding P.J. Tucker. You, they really play him against stretch bigs who kind of sit in the corner, and they'll let P.J. Tucker do that. He's going to hit shots. But Rob will probably play him. I think Al Horford's going to be really big against Bam 
because that's what killed them in the bubble. They didn't have any big that could stop Bam. So I think Rob is, you know, I think the, the rest is going to be beneficial. So hopefully it pays off. I think Miami's a better matchup for them. And I think they were confident they could beat Milwaukee without him. And they did in two straight huge games. What's your prediction for the uh, Eastern Conference Finals here? Uh, I've been, I've said for every series Celtics is six, and I'm going to stay with it. I know they swept the Nets. They, they went to seven with Milwaukee, but I really like Boston in six. I think they can split in Miami. I think game one, they might be, you know, a bit of a game seven hangover, might be a little bit tired. So we'll see. But I think they split in Miami. They can hopefully get two in Boston. But really, it's just going to be a mental lapse for this team. Can they get over the team that, you know, crushed their hopes and dreams in the bubble? That's going to be real big. Yeah, Gilly, weren't you saying that like this is like the revenge you wanted? Was it you that said that? Or someone someone was saying that like we need to play the heat again to kick their ass for what they did to us in the in the bubble. Was that was that you? I don't think I said that, but I, I'm pumped about it. I am in terms of like that's kind of who you want, right? That was and again, it's a very different team for us at least, uh, than what we've had in the bubble against Adebayo. Yeah, I guess I did kind of say that because especially like a revenge against that that block uh, from uh Bam out of bio on Tatum like that, that haunts me. And I know like, it haunts me. I know it haunts Jason Tatum. He wants revenge. He wants blood. Um, plus, I don't know. Anytime you can beat Jimmy Butler, like that's just, that would be gravy. Uh, and again, I like Jimmy Butler. Don't get me wrong. I don't, it's just like, it just feels good to beat a guy like that. So I'm, I'm all for it. I like it. I like Celtics and six. It's a good prediction. I like how Jimmy Butler's talking his shit nowadays. I love when guys talk shit. NBA has a lot, a lot of shit talkers does and uh it's the most entertaining league come on you gotta admit that personality standpoints i don't even think it's close yeah not at all get a talking shit our biggest celtics fan just arrived josh how you doing i'm doing horrible (laughs) why (laughs) this is probably like the worst series for me to talk about i was a fan a heat fan for 20 years I'm like three, like two and a half years a Celtics fan. I don't know oh! what to think right now. Uh-huh. It's quite you, ridiculous. You Wait, you live in Florida. Yeah. <laughs> what did you... Decided to be a Celtics fan. <laughs> While in Florida. Because I hated Goran Dragic. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. And then, and then now, now, it, it's it's just bad. I think the first year I decided this was the bubble. It was, and then and they pl- and then they played each other. And yep. I was like, "What the fuck?" That was and crazy. now they're playing each other again. And now I'm like, "What the fuck?" They the heat, the heat were good out of nowhere that year, and we were just like, "Of course this happens." Yeah, you guys converted me in one sport, <clears throat> and bam, is, it was um, worth it. Kicked in the nuts. Is Duncan Robinson the worst contract in the NBA? Because I hear that take floating around i mean he's getting paid 90 million dollars to not play in the playoffs that's pretty impressive he hasn't played no he is just sad they don't trust him on defense and max Struess is basically a broke man's duncan robinson he's cheaper he's better he's more athletic and he hits threes like it's, former it's celtic crazy <laughs> I, former celtic max Struess, who i thought was going to make the roster but they they let him go to chicago and of course he ends up in the best developmental system in the nba in miami so Unfortunate, but wow. yeah, he's Argu- been great. Arguably the most underrated coaching staff out there in the NBA too, I, from a casual fans perspective at, at, down there in Miami. I suppose the best coach in the league in my eyes, he's, he's Aren't unreal. You? And he's got a really good staff on his side too. Like you said, I think it, I think it's crazy how these coaches that supposedly got carried by LeBron, like turn around and LeBron leaves and they become incredible coaches. True. Even Ty Lue. Ty I know. Kind of like that. I saw you talking about that today on Twitter as well. It's like it's it's. I mean, it, that is kind of what happened with Spolstra in, in you know ten years ago, or whatever. It's like nobody really took him seriously. Like, wasn't he like a stats guy or some shit? He like, was a video guy. A video. He guy. started exactly. as a video guy. That's 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 what's crazy. And now and now he's, an, a top coach in the league. Um, reminds me actually a lot of like kind of what we expect out of brad stevens he gets a lot out of non-superstar players um but he handles his personalities a lot better than brad stevens ever did i mean he did try to fight jimmy butler like a month ago you coach <laughs> jimmy butler like, for so long out. and you're eventually going to want to fight the guy I <laughs> no, think that's I know, pretty I know. <laughs> no you're right that's that was the one qualm with with brad but at least he's found his 
his new role for now. Yeah, he had a great year in his new yeah. role. You know, Udonis Haslam still on the active roster is about here. And, and of course, yeah, of course, shout out Danny Ainge for uh, actually, wild. you know, all this time Danny Ainge got flack for not being able to draft and everything, but this whole, nearly this whole roster is Danny Ainge people. Hell yeah. No, it's crazy. It's cool that he went to the game, actually. That was like a that was weird, awesome. weird gray area, right? Like he's an exec for the Jazz, so it's like I could, I would understand if he was like, ah, I probably shouldn't go. But now nah, he's like, fuck it, I'm going. <laughs> yeah. Couldn't miss that. Those are his guys. Like he, like all he just said, like, like everyone said that Danny could never draft. Like I trust trader Danny for life. Like three fourths of the rotation are Danny Ainge guys. Like he had to come see them get over the hump and get over the best player in the league. I thought that was wicked cool. And nobody shoots a hundred percent. That's, that's the thing that's like brutal about it too. It's not like, Oh man, this team doesn't miss at all. Like, I don't know. It's just so unrealistic to be like, Oh yeah, sure. We missed out on Giannis and drafted Kelly Olynyk instead. It's like okay, there were like what 15, 16 yeah. other teams that did the same exact thing. Like yeah, there's only right. one, there's only one uh, GM that traded out down a spot to get Jason Tatum, and that is Danny. True, H. that is an all time. That's one of that's one of the ballsiest all time plays, uh, you know, moves that I can remember in the NBA. And look at the guys in front of him: Lonzo Ball and Markel Fultz. Like Lonzo's all right, Markel Fultz is still a mess for the most part. And Tatum is now regarded as arguably like a top five player. I was gonna say, yeah, from what I've seen around Twitter, anyways. I don't know how true. Is he top five now? You guys, real basketball fans? I don't know. After this run, I mean, you beat KD in the first round, you beat Giannis. I I think you're in the conversation. You got it. I would say. I mean, Giannis, KD, Luca, Tatum, like that four is like, damn. And Embiid, like, obviously, they're all four of those guys. LeBron, like, there's a lot. There's, I mean, okay, let's do it. It's tough. It's like, it's, yeah, like the Simmons podcast and Rosillo, they always do like the top 25, top five. Like, there's a different top five every month. Like, it just, it can change so fast. But currently, right now, yeah, Tatum's in, he's in that top five. I mean, he's one of the last four standing uh, amongst those teams. So, but it's tough. I would say top 10 for sure. Top five, I, I think he has an argument with the resume he's built these past few months. Mm. I mean, he's still only what twenty four. Yeah, it's only nineteen. He's only silly. <laughs> I love that. It's, that a joke will never get old for me on uh, Twitter. Of like, he's only nineteen. <laughs> Always be nineteen in my ass. <laughs> he's another one. Steve was just talking about forever young guys. Jason Tatum is that. He'll be that for us. Of like, what? Like, it'll be we're a world shattering when he turns thirty, and we're like, what the hell is this? Like. <laughs> Absolutely, we'll, we'll be oh, really by and we're gonna have to see Deuce. Oh, that's gonna bother me. Deuce is like such a cute, like young age right now. When we see him like older, that's gonna like mess with my head hardcore. That's gonna be really weird. I just can only imagine him being a young little kid who wants to go swimming in Miami. So that's, <laughs> that's gonna be crazy. Hey, how about Steph Curry's kid? She's so old. Oh my god, all of his kids are. I remember when she was on the finals podium. She's like. She has a cell phone now. Like, what the hell? She's like, about to go to prom. It's like, oh, man, dude, we're so old. <laughs> Crazy. Can't take this pain. How old Steph? It's another guy that's a good forever young guy, kind of. Not, not so much anymore. I guess, he, I guess he did get old with time. 32, maybe? 34. I don't know. He's 34? Jesus, yeah, that's, that's wild. crazy. Damn. That's insane. I do want to say one thing about uh, the Chris Paul thing, though, because last night – Obviously, that was just a complete disgrace to humanity. But I don't hate on Chris Paul fully because he is old. It's like, damn, dude, he actually is like, like close to mellow age, right? He's thirty-seven. He just turned thirty-seven, I think, last week or something like that. He hit like thirty-seven last week and like fell off permanently. <laughs> yeah, someone said he aged like one year, like every day since. Like he <laughs> certainly a shell of himself, but. Like, it's, it's hard to slander that guy. I mean, obviously blowing that many 2-0 leads. I think Pat Bev crossed the line today. That was pretty ridiculous. Like, Chris Paul is – That's what Pat Bev does, guy. though. That's what he does. Yeah, that was just so <laughs> – How old's Pat Bev? That's my question. Pat Bev's probably in his 30s, I'd say, by now almost, right? Let's see. Hey, I don't know. He could be sneaky. Because he seems like he's been around forever, too, doesn't he? Oh, he's 33. Holy shit. 33. I mean, but saying you – you go out the night before you play Chris Paul and go to bed by 8 p.m. before you play staff. Like, that's just – that's ridiculous. Like, come on. That's just – and he's, like, slandering his defense. Like, 
Chris Paul's 37 years old. He's not an all-NBA caliber defender anymore. He's a traffic like, cone, especially when the Suns wear those orange uniforms. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's factual there. But, God, that was just ridiculous. The, the slander went too far. He deserves some hate. That was an epic collapse by Phoenix. Like, I watched that game, and, God, Luca backed up his shit, like, after game six yeah. or after that game five loss. I mean, he he put it to him. So, credit yeah. to the Mavs. I think it's going to be I think it's going to be Celtics Mavs in the final that's the finals that's my prediction. I think the Mavs are on a special run right now. Mavs look great. Every time Luca scores, he just like grins and laughs. He's he's such a psycho. He, I don't he, think he's he ever going to miss. I love it. I, he does, yeah. He is unreal. Like the shots he can make, I just I get scared every time he shoots the ball. Dude, did Pat Bev bust uh, Devin Booker's ass today? Because I think that's the guy that I am hating on the most, personally. I did see that on Twitter. Wait, was Pat Bev critical? Because I, I really don't feel like Chris Paul deserved that hate. Or like fully he might have been, but it wasn't a headline, that's for sure. No, I, I, really wasn't, I feel like it was all targeted towards Chris Paul. To be, or, and I guess the Suns in general, because he said that nobody respects them and just like – he kind of just trashed them as a team overall. No one's scared of them. Like they wanted, he said that the T-Wolves wanted to play the Suns. So it's like. That's another thing. Anthony Edwards was all over his IG about just talking He gave shit. it to him. Who? Chris Paul? Just the the Suns in general. Anthony Edwards was talking shit. I'm blown away about the, the Suns' terribleness. I like that though. I, I like, I want. For the most part, I want opponents to not like each other. I think that's good for sports in general. Like all this buddy buddy stuff, kind of. I mean, yeah, you should have friends, but I mean, like back in the day, you know, Kobe. If you were on the other side of Kobe, he hated you, and he didn't care. He was he was there to kick your ass, no matter who you were. He didn't even like his own teammates for crying out loud. True. Shout out Sasha, Sasha Vujicic and uh, who's the other guy that he hated so much? He fucking oh. hated Shaq most of the time. Oh, the guy who had his hated... played in the in the WNBA. Oh god, uh, you know what I mean? Smush Parker. Parker. Yeah, Smush Parker. Yeah. I couldn't think of it. <laughs> he off the hated Smush Parker so fucking much. He hated that dude. <sighs> yeah, it's fucking. I know. I agree with you, Ali. I mean, I feel like uh, Giannis. It was like Jalen Brown. Did not he was not feeling Giannis this this series? Oh yeah, when he gave him that little pat, he like like, fuck off. That was sick. Giannis is a he. I mean, he's a freak, man. Giannis is low key a little dirty though. Not gonna lie. And again, I still like Giannis off the court. He's the he's probably the the best player in the league right now, no doubt. But there were some moments, and again, just the nature of how he plays. Like you're gonna hit people hard, and you're gonna have those situations. But but man, I don't know. He got away with some shit. Yeah. Yeah. Um, All right. Let's wrap this up. You guys want to do another uh, meeting real quick to do sock talk for a few minutes? All right. Cool. Thanks for coming on, Lance. We'll. Pleasure, guys, as always. We love you, Lance. Go sell. Season six. Woo! Thanks, sir. Dude, Lance comes through anytime I ask him to. I love you, Lance. You are the man. Now, shout out to my boy, G Baby. G Baby asked me personally no more Red Sox content. Unfortunately, we have to go there, but hopefully this is more entertaining than last week's content. And shout out to my boy, Jake Ruth, James Murphy, and who else? Alex Lava. Okie dokie, we are back here. We're going to do a little Red Sox minute. Um, State of the Union, address the um, current state of the Boston Red Sox. Um. Boys, how are we feeling after your last seven days of Red Sox baseball? Well, first of all, I want to give a big old shout out to my boy, Lance Legier. As always, Lance, I fucking love you. Thanks for coming on. And insider. Dude, the kid, he like just knows shit. I mean, I love, uh, I don't even really need to watch the game. I can just keep refreshing his Twitter feed and I'll know exactly what's happening during Celtics (laughs) games. The way he describes it. The takes are fire. They are. The way he describes shit, I'm like, oh, I get it. Thank you. But anyway, to the Red Sox, though, how am I feeling? Is that the question? Yeah. Uh, I'm feeling like I could, like, eat a bunch of candy and hibernate for about a month and come back 
and we'll still be in the same spot. Like, I don't know, maybe we're good. <laughs> Probably not. <laughs> <clears throat> I uh, I kind of think that they're back. I think we're good. <laughs> yeah, all the yeah. way. Very optimistic of you, but I like it. I wouldn't say oh, I all the way, but I can say by like uh, you know, like end of June, uh, right back over five hundred in the wild card race. Ooh, because they have this oh. this stretch of games where they're not playing the Rays, Yankees, or Jays, and that's a great time to get back on track. Um, I think they had a pretty good week against the Braves and the Rangers. Would they go? I think they went three and two against them. Like they split against the Braves when they should have swept, and then they won two, three against the Rangers. Um, the offense finally woke up in most of those games, besides the Sunday game. And I, I'm officially um, backing on them. I think we're good. I think it's a long season. I look at teams that have recently won the World Series, the Nationals, 2019. People forget that team was 19 and 32 at one point. They won the World Series. The Braves last year didn't get over 500 until the middle of August. I remember when that team bought at the deadline, I was like, they are crazy. Why are they buying? They should be selling off talent. And and what did they do? They went off and they bought on, on Jorge Soler and Eddie Rosario and uh won the world series so it's a long season you just gotta find out who you are make a couple adjustments here in the next month and um we'll be we'll be in it don't worry the red sox will be in it i i'll feel confident depending on how they do at the end of may they have a five game set against baltimore if they don't win three out of that five if not four out of that five I'll be like, all right, well, fuck this. This is <laughs> this is not going anywhere. That's gonna be my that's my personal indicator. But I mean, I like the optimism. I do. I <clears throat> these other series, I could convince myself, like, oh, maybe Seattle's legit. Okay, all right, the White Sox are the White Sox. They only win on one of those. But I don't know. It, it is tough. It's just the vibes are off, kind of. They are this Red Sox team. That's what's that's what bothers me. It's not like oh, like even Trevor Story hit his home run. Like he's in the the, the freaking uh, cart. It just felt like so like oh, this is forced. Like this is that's another I felt thing. The same way. Winning think, at like a three, at such I a low the, percentage. It's just like oh, this feels <laughs> weird. I think the cart is just forced in general now. I think we got to move on from the the laundry cart routine. I felt the same way. That when I saw that little video. I'm like oh fuck you. Like dude, the, the right first of all story you suck so far. Second of all, this team is terrible. You're doing it because the social media manager of the, the Red Sox is telling you to do this shit. Like, come on, dude. Like, this ain't cute, man. You're fucking 32 years old. Trevor Story, get off that fucking cart. Like, damn. I disagree. Really? Really? I big disagree. I love it. And I think they need something. They need the something, bro. Though. Every, every need, club. Well, they're good, but, like, it is nah, just. Nah, dude. Every, every club needs their mending tool. And, like, honestly, that's the Red Sox thing right now. Like, you have a bunch of things that happen in different dugouts across the league. Those teams suck too, half of them. But it's just shit that you do. You got to have something. Yeah, but it's – but I know, but this was like a thing of years past. Like I want something new and fresh personally. That was my main point of it. I mean, Windance Repeat got old after a year or two, but it still happened. That was an error. I mean, it, it was just like a thing. Yeah, exactly. It's an error. So, like, right now, it's the fucking cart after a home run. Like, I don't know. You know what I think this team needs? This is my personal opinion, to, to galvanize it. Like, like how the Mets are good right now. They need a fucking fight. And I'm not <laughs> advocating violence, but Sounds ever like since – ever, Yeah, kind of. But – like ever since the Mets had that little issue with the Cardinals and Pete Alonso got smoked and even early on when the Nationals, like with that, that was like the first series they, they were in with each other. Cause they're like, you know what? We got each other's backs. That's how pretty much I'm trying to think last year, the, Bra- the Braves didn't have a fight last year. Did they? I don't know. Usually a team that has a decent fight in the early part of the year will go pretty far in the playoffs. That's a big take from your boy. So, I hope that's scientifically proven. <laughs> yep. <laughs> well, look back. Okay, how about this one? Now look back to 2018. Joe Kelly kicks Tyler Austin's ass. Yeah. Win the World Series. Look True. back 
Look back to 2013, David Price hits Mike Carp. Big Poppy comes out, flips out, uh, pushes Jose Molina. We win the World Series. Oh, let me look. And I don't know 2009, but 2004, Veritech Dex A-Rod. I mean, this is, these are the fuck you, you know, vibes that we need. I mean, that's stats right there. Yeah, I'm in. Stats back probably up. happens every year, though, right? I, I can't. For the most part, like there's there's a point every every season, right? I feel like there's never like a year where it's like nothing happens with the Red Sox, even if it's like, I don't know, just some general Yankees, John. I will say, did you see the the Tim Anderson, Josh Donaldson situation? I like that. That was a good fire up situation. See, I was dude, I thought Tim that, Anderson there. I love that. I thought that was petty as fuck on yeah. Tim Anderson. Uh, by Tim the way. Anderson? Yeah, absolutely. They're both bitches. <laughs> what? Josh yeah. Donaldson completely blocked the bag, pushed him off. Uh, it's part of baseball. <laughs> like it's part of baseball. Like I understand why. Like okay, to a point, to a point, I defend Tim Anderson. Josh Donaldson, I start to lose when he starts to crunch his hand. Like that, that's a little too far. Like now, now you're dealing with a dude's body part. But I don't know, man. Like to a point, I'm like, eh, fuck it. If it, if Tim Anderson told me that it was more that. He was like, like kneeing, like putting his knee on his forearm. Sure, I'll, I'll, I'll be with Tim, Team Tim, Tim Anderson or whatever. Team but, Tim. Team Tim. But nah, I, I thought it was fine in general. Just quickly looking at it. I just hate Josh Donaldson now. Maybe <laughs> he's a Yankee. Fuck him. But you know, I don't, I don't think quick. it's dirty. I'm also a guy that wants railroading back. So that's just me. What do you mean? What's that? I want the catchers to get absolutely annihilated at home plate. That's what it's called. Fuck, Railroad fucking what you're into, Josh. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> I, that's what I thought. Of. That's how I was taught it was called. Me too. Railroad, railroad, the railroad the catcher. Yeah, I never knew that. Yeah, dude, hang on to the fucking ball or lose your jeans, dude. Like that's baseball. Like I kind of miss that that dirty that dirty <laughs> baseball shit. Like even cleating into second. Yeah, it's dirty as fuck. But I that love was it. I like that. <laughs> I don't know about Love spikes it. up, but yeah, breaking but up. Big Ty Cobb fans here didn't know. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I, I like I like uh, good old baseball. You as know? long as you know, like, like as long as you know, like when you hit the catcher, that you're not gonna like kill him, like Lucroy. Like 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 if you like if it's like a general contact man colli- collision without like shoulder into the brain action, then I'm with it. But like I hate those. I couldn't. I can't stand like the violent. Like murder hits. Why? No, because I because people get really like I, like dude Lucroy like is done as a result of like Marisnik murdering him. Like I, yeah. that one makes me sad. But like I'm thinking about like Avon Rodriguez back in the day getting hit by like Tory Hunter. Like I love that shit. That that was awesome. Because then Avon fucking like remember that one? But, remember remember like the, um they're both old at the time. Avon Rodriguez is on the Yankees and Tory Hunter's on the Angels, I believe. And uh, I think Tory kind of like came in kind of hard, and then Avon kind of gave him a hard tag, like tag, and then Tory Hunter just like pushed him in the back, and the next thing you know, they're going at it. Like that's that's baseball. I love that shit. Yeah. What, my what would you do I, for a Salvador Perez Yadi Molina collision at the plate? <laughs> oh, I would love that, dude. Absolutely love it. Two unstoppable forces. <laughs> but it's like, dude, you saw. <laughs> Uh, it's not that they sign up for it now because the game is completely changing, but you look at a sport like hockey, dude, it's like, you don't even have to drop the fucking puck and it's still part of the game. People like they approve of that. Some people don't. And I know hockey's trying to change, but like, it's part of the game. It's part of like who you are. Like what I don't care for is in baseball is when there is a brawl, I don't like everybody running in from the bullpen. It's not any of your fucking problem. Oh, I disagree with you. I love that. It's so ridiculous. It makes no sense. And that's why it's great. Because they're like jogging in like they're going to do some shit like 30 seconds after (laughs) anything. I wish just for once the bullpens would fight. Yeah. yeah. Completely unrelated. Yeah, like go against each other. I'd be like goalies fighting. I love that in hockey too. When goalies fight. (laughs) Yeah. yeah. They don't have any beef at all. And they just start going at I mean. Yeah, I just I miss the like the hard nosed baseball. I guess that's uh, just me. But I'm totally with you at, at second base. Like the, the breaking up a double play. As long as, I'm not about like dirty play, like that Machado shit. Like remember he like 
I've, I still feel like he was trying. He was if out there cle- cleats up like above the waist or like in the nuts or something. Like, yeah, I can see, yeah, you're and that can be reviewable. Why not? You know, right. like, fuck. You know, we have all these tools now. Right. It could protect players, but it just takes away from what the game was overall and how it was created to be. And I, I don't, I don't like all these like, you know these fairy rule changes at least some of them it's like football even football you know like football is a violent game hockey is a violent game like sports Baseball are physical should be more violent sports are physical like i'm sorry and these guys get paid millions of dollars like i'm sorry mm-hmm. like it doesn't need to be like walking around on clouds to play a sport i just see when they beam people and aim like and when they're throwing your heads that's what my my big issue with baseball, like brawls and and beefs with, I just, I really don't think that that's just, that's like people's livelihoods and like literal lives in danger, in my opinion. That's what, that's what scares me about that. Throwing 102 at your head is a problem. That's bad. Yeah. But like, especially it's the one, it's not like, I don't know. It's, it's a one way street too. It's like, if the pitcher decides that that's warranted, then it's like, they get to make that decision to do that. That's But you can throw, all right, so these are major league guys. I understand 102 must be totally fucking terrible to control, but you know, like they can control it to a point. And if you throw at a guy, you can throw below the waist, or you can throw at their legs. You yeah, can throw, exactly. you know, even at like their chest line. Do it. Like I love that shit too, man. I love plunking somebody. You want to fuck with one of my dudes? Oh, you're going down. But Absolutely. the thing is, is like you're right to a point like if you're throwing at a guy's head okay yeah like that's you're you're messing with somebody's life it's a plastic helmet it's dangerous yeah so yeah, it's bullshit. i agree with you i agree with you like there's definitely fine lines but i mean <laughs> and then i say i want railroading a catcher but you know <laughs> yeah, but that again, guy that's like that that's guy a has more, that's equipment a fair fight, though right that's the <laughs> and again it's a little different too because it's like usually the person going at the plate is the one that's the aggressor kind of and then mm. the catcher has all that equipment on. So it's a little, you know what I mean? It's a little bit right. of a fair fight in the sense of like, I, not that the batter's defenseless, but kind of, where it's like, fuck, I'm just like standing up here and it's like, you got to deal with that. Make a play so, happen. It's kind of like a fumble in football. You, if, if it's fourth and three and they're going ISO up the middle, that middle linebacker is going to try to take your fucking head off to make you fumble. Like, right. I, I don't know. It's the same concept to me where like that is going to happen in baseball. We need this run at home plate. You need to hold the fucking ball, buddy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, bring but, back hey. slugfest, right? Slugfest feel punch dudes at first, drop the ball and run. <laughs> you haven't punched the, the pitcher and shit when you're like tagging first. Boom, boom, hit that circle button over and over. <laughs> Speaking of which, it's still in my PS2. Slugfest, there you go. Switching it up real quick. Um, what do you guys think about the Xander news that came out? I didn't hear it. Oh, about how he's willing to hear out and open uh, an in-season extension. I'm I'm a little surprised. I am too. Um, our boy, I forgot who. I think it looks like it's from uh, Pete Abe. Um, Xander was quoted saying. I don't know how this would work, but if they talk to Scott as in Scott Boris behind closed doors and it's something that's fair, he can come to me, referring to Bloom. There's literally no excuse not to extend him now. Yeah, I mean... None at all. Because originally it was like, oh, they botched it in the offseason. Now he's salty. He's not going to do it. And now we have... Every uh, reason for now it to go. Now we have, exactly, we have this quote. We have every reason to, okay, find, find the deal. Find the price extend him there's literally no excuse now yeah i i agree with that 100 uh, if you weren't team xander before now he's looking for a way to stay you better be team xander like i don't understand why they don't just and i know they got guys down the down the line but do you think xander is one of those guys that's like oh i'm just a shortstop dude this xander could be our dh of the future honestly even if we saw <clears throat> Third. third base, second base, third. Rafi can uh, go to I mean, first. Like, who the fuck knows? <laughs> catcher. I personally think, though, if we lose Xander, I mean, I mean, if we if we sign Xander, we lose JD. So that's where like my mindset goes. Okay. And like that's why because we're not going to play JD in the field. 
<laughs> like, yeah, but JD's it's... been on record saying he wants to be here too for like the long term. So I, but... I don't think you need to move Xander to DH. I think if he is saying this, like he's your shortstop, he's going to be shortstop for the next, and he's only 29, 30 years old. So it's not like. It's yeah, not but like... you have Nick York. Like yeah, but I'm saying all, like the, at the, those guys towards be, the end of the contract. Those guys are expendable though at that point. Like now if you have Xander and Story locked up, uh, and hopefully Devers, like your infield is locked up and you're set and Nick York and Jeter Downs either have to learn to play the outfield or become expendable to get starting pitching and relief pitching. I think Jeter Downs is so gone. down. I don't for. think he'll Jeter Downs is so good. I don't think he'll ever yeah. play for them. I don't either. And that that's no. You know, it's part of my point. Like, I think Nick York is great. I think he's going to be, I mean, he's a top 100 guy, top 50 guy, I think now, actually. Like, he's been soaring up the past year or two. But with Trevor Story now, with hopefully finding a resolution with Xander uh, and Devers, Nick York might not have a spot unless he wants to learn how to play right field or some shit, you know? I'm sure and he would, but. I'm sure he would, too. I, I think guys are open to anything to, to make themselves more versatile. I mean, look at Christian Arroyo, what he's done over the years. <laughs> he he was a shortstop to second baseman. To, he even tried to play first last year, and now he's playing right field. Like, that dude's like, put me in, coach. I'll play anywhere. I like what that. What level mentality. is Nick York at right now? I think he's a, double A. Is he double A? I think he, so. He was, kind of of, he was not there the other night. Maybe yeah. he's still in single A. I thought. Yeah, I think he's still in single. But it's high A, not low. Yeah, because it's – I mean, realistically, too, even if they bring back J.D., like yeah, we're looking at a yeah. two, three-year deal for him. Like, I don't think it, you don't need to do much. Yeah, it'll be some deal, honestly. I don't think player option easy. type, you know, type thing. But only, yeah. and guys say that all the time. Like, yeah, I, I want to. Like JD said, yeah, I want to build a legacy here in Boston. I love it here. Right? Blah blah blah. At, at the end of the day, if they lowball him enough, he's he's gonna go somewhere else, and I don't blame them. Speaking of the Sox future, did you guys see the comments from uh, Alex Cora today as well? alluding no. that he doesn't want to manage for like 25 years or whatever. Like he doesn't, it's almost like a Brad Stevens vibe I saw where it was like, all right, he doesn't want to manage forever. He's got young, he's got two four-year-olds, I think twins. So it's like, mm-hmm. he, I don't know. You gotta, how much longer is he going to want to manage? And again, not that it's not like you need to rush and be like, shit, we need a replacement ASAP. But I thought that was interesting though. That is tech. interesting. And now it'll be, Oh, do you say tech? Tech. I thought yeah. you said I thought Go you said Eck, dude. I was like, what oh, no, are no, you no, talking no. about? No, 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 no. No, Tech, tech yeah. Tech, yeah. Yeah, I think he's already on the he's already the bench coach, right? I think there's a reason so, he doesn't have a job somewhere else at this yeah, point. Tech wants absolutely, just, absolutely. Let's just say say it like that. And even if it's like Cora goes to some type of baseball operations spot, I think he's gonna stay too. I mean, he he I think he would have went to another team after the whole like suspension thing. I really do. I, even he he wanted to come back to Boston. He likes Boston and all this stuff. So, I think you're right. Who said that, Gilly? About being like a Brad Stevens type vibe? Like totally. Like if he's like a not a president of baseball ops because that's Himes' job, but if he's in the GM some spot type of or just like special assistant or some advisor yeah. or some shit, right? Yeah, that would be dope. And you get somebody like Veritech rolling right on in. Back in that Cora fucking suspension too. That still pisses me off. <laughs> Fuck. Such Before a we the Astros, give, give me a give me a break, dude. Yeah, that was rough. Um, any other uh, Sox talking points you guys want to touch on before we wrap it up? Eleven out of sixteen, starting now. That's what I'm feeling. I... Whitlock for closer. Yes. No. Yes. No. Yes. Yes. yes Josh. No. Yes, Josh. No, Josh, come man. On. Josh, nope. what do you gotta say? They I'm need them. They need them in the back. No, they need now. to go get somebody. Well, they you're need not, to balls up and trade not, for you're somebody. Not trading for anybody right now, though. That's that's. The I point. understand that, but that's what needs to happen. And honestly, they just need to put somebody like Strom in there, dude. Honestly, they need to name a closer. I don't really care who it is at this point. Name a closer. It sucks. I want to be Whitlock. It sucks uh, not having one. Whitlock is not your guy. Whitlock is too good in the starting role. Build that. Build that. I think he's better out of the bullpen personally. I'd rather see like Connor Siebold up here, give him a shot. Well, no shit. Down. Okay. And then, so you, and then you're, you're giving me bullpen. different variables no here. No shit, Ollie. <laughs> you're giving me different I, I'm, variables. I'm just, I'm just letting you know how I, I like 
call, you know, give Siebel the shot, get rid of Brazier. The guy stinks now. He's uh, awful. And, yeah. and put Whitlock back in the bullpen as your closer or if so facto emergency guy with like turn him into Josh Hader. I mean, that would be a real shame if he turned into a Josh Hader, wouldn't it? God, I would hate to have a guy like that out of the bullpen. Um, and, and since you're start Kazem Ali. Yeah. And, and give the, you know, put, I mean, Hauk hasn't been that great this year. He's been okay, but he, I think that, it's definitely better. That's the concerning part right there is that Hauk has, he just, the swing and miss hasn't been there this year. And if, if it was, maybe he would be back in the rotation and Whitlock would be in the bullpen, but it, his, you know, he, he's taken a little step back so far this year, which is quite I, concerning. I think that guy just needs to chuck. He needs to chuck and close. That's that's my closer, if you ask me. Let Hauk just go fucking ape shit wild in the ninth. Just throw as hard as he fucking can and dump that slider on somebody's fucking porch and let it go. And, and just let Whitlock start because he can give you five innings of work. I mean, our sixth and seventh are okay. Like, it's actually okay, but it's just closing the game out. I, I, yeah. Go ahead, Gilly. No, you go, you go. Well, I just want to say with, with that, Josh, actually, I agree with you. If one of the two, I don't give a fuck, because how – you're right. How, how could fucking unleash in the, in the ninth? Just mm. pick one of them, because they're being weirdos with, with Hauk. It's like this inconsistent role of him and Rich Hill with this weirdo little stupid, uh, like – Piggyback. what's that called backpacking right or is that yeah. like, what, what, like dude imagine doing that shit in the 90s man that never happened oh let me have john burkett fucking backpack off fucking john halama what the fuck <laughs> <laughs> it's preposterous like have the guy pitch dude are we you're getting paid to pitch go out there and pitch so if how shit's that crazy give him the papabon role i'm i'm with you Get, put yeah. him in the closer role let's go honestly and honestly, all the stats don't lie on Tanner Houck. When you put him through an order for a third time, people start to catch up. Yeah. So every time he sees a, he goes through the order that third time, it's it's worse. But the first time through the order, his ERA is something like 0.87 or some shit like that. So let it let him roll one inning. That's three fucking batters, or yeah. or even like you know one and a quarter or whatever, or one and a third, not one and a quarter. Jesus, what am I saying? Um, but in general, just let him roll for that short term, see one way through the lineup and let him dominate. Bam, I, done. I agree with you. Uh, that is a good take because it's at the end of the day, too. And this is one thing that I don't think we can assume that like Rich Hill, Michael Walker are going to, and even Pavetta has been hot lately. I don't think we can assume that our starting rotations ERA is going to be as low as it looks right now. You know what I mean? Like, I don't, I don't think that those guys are going to have, career years this late into their career like it looks like they're lined up to right now but i think you just need to commit to either whitlock hauk um may i don't know maybe strom but i don't i feel like strom's i, I like him don't get me wrong but you kind of mm. need him it's like the lefty option yeah yeah deekman do rip true yeah, i don't like i don't like deekman that was a week long of like fun and then it's over yeah i i wish carter crawford was good I wish. Great name. Yeah, that, I think, great I think name. He will be. Great name. Dude, what <laughs> happened to what's his name? Dalton Furbush. I know. Uh, he's is gone. He? he is um gone gone? Yeah, he's gone. Gone what gone. Way? Yes. What yes. what's his actual name? Uh Durbin Feltman. <laughs> he's not gone. No gone. Way. He's he is gone gone. gone. Yes, he's not in the Red Sox organization, I'm pretty sure. You sure? We never saw uh, him. He's in Worcester. Really? Oh, thank God. That would have been... Oh. Are you serious? Yeah. What's he doing, though? He what must am be... I thinking of, then? He just kind of stinks, I think. Yeah, that's not good. 7.62 ERA. ERA and we'll no way! He just stinks. I mean, you wouldn't have that ERA in McCoy. <laughs> Big facts, Josh. That's just Real the fun. biggest take of all time. But, you know. Hey, what, Ryan imagine, imagine... took the energy of uh, Brandon Workman. They just like swapped souls, Freaky Friday style. Like, <laughs> That's a great take. Yeah, <laughs> like they were both remaining on the this baton of being an over the hill reliever. That's <laughs> <laughs> like the zombie that just won't leave the team. Like, get the fuck off! That Why are you just like, yeah, right? We'll give him around. <laughs> Throw him in there. <laughs> I got a, I got a huge take. Yeah. Ooh. 
the Red Sox are going to sweep the five-game series of the Orioles. That's going to turn the season. Five games? Five games. We got a doubleheader on that Saturday the 28th. And you get the Reds for two games after that, right? Uh, what if they win all seven, see. Josh? Come on, say it. <laughs> Dude, seven straight. Well, because I had them. So the 11 out of 16 was not taking a game against the Astros, I don't think. Taking three out of four against the Mariners, sweeping the. Oh, yeah. So I would have them winning like nine in a row. That's perfect. Sweeping the White Sox, sweeping the Orioles, and yeah, sure, sweeping the Reds. Two game series. Five, six, seven, eight. That's ten game, ten straight wins. That happens, Josh. I'll Venmo you a dollar. All right. If that happens, I hope they go crazy with the the laundry car again. If that happens, I hope they bring back Chris Young and do wind dance repeat one last time. I do wish I do. I don't know who the probable pitchers are for the White Sox series, but did they see Kopech in the last one? I don't think in the so. last series. I, I hope I hope uh, they see him and just annihilate the shit out of him. Chris Sale make, comes back. It'll make me feel good. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> it'll make me like love the trade. Chris Sale comes out of the bullpen, smokes Yone. Because I still <laughs> hate it. I still hate it to this day. Goes immediately back on the IL. <laughs> Smokes Yon, punches Kopik in the face, goes to the IL, never rips comes. his jersey or rips their jerseys. <laughs> Brings up scissors, starts cutting the White Sox jerseys up. I mean, we just got a World Series, you know. I'm not complaining about that, but yeah, I came to terms with it now. Was that part? That was part of the reason we made this podcast, wasn't it? Yeah, part, I think so. Yeah. Mostly for no, we had the podcast for the World Series here. Yeah, that was the year it started. That's wild. By the way. Yeah, it is. Um, say, the two debates were the Pedroia one, and then also the was it? Uh, it was a wide receiver fantasy football yeah. take. Well, and David Bryan, Price, probably. Keenan Allen. Oh, Keenan Allen, Michael Thomas. Yeah, that's what I was. Oh, <laughs> yeah, that was going. Yeah, that was good. Was that the year Michael Thomas led the league? Uh, I think it was the next year. I think it was 2019. He did. You proved to be right, Steve. Oh, you know. <laughs> for that for that year yeah. for that year alone yeah. yeah and he's done nothing since hey you throw enough shit at a wall sometimes something is sick right? oh keep hating i predicted that one <laughs> <laughs> all if right if played um, one game of first base i would be i'd be so happy the Fourth cubs just scored eight runs in the first inning who i still don't understand that Pedro is what five eight five nine that is the smallest <laughs> target ever just like dude. hey it would have worked <laughs> <laughs> See, all right, Josh. Yes, thank you. Hey, I was all about it, bro. I was all about it. I was just in the middle of the whole matter. <laughs> oh, what a catch by Devers! Looking like Willie Mays out yeah. there, dude. He's all gonna right. be a Gold Glove finalist this year. Big take. I, I think that's a Never great did. way to end a big take episode because I agree with, it. or whatever. What is this? One eighty nine episode one eighty nine closes out with. With Gilly saying Devers is a Gold Glove finalist, and I'm here for it. I ain't done yet. Trevor so, Story, yeah. Silver oh, Slugger. Yeah. Oh, yeah, Oliver, my Dude, brother in Christ. I need to fucking go to bed. Okay? Dude, it's fucking three in the afternoon. Yeah, and <laughs> I fell asleep at like uh, I took a nap today after work because I was so like I'm not I'm not doing good, boys. So I need I need to hit the sheets, be asleep in the next twenty minutes. Hold up. You see Brent Phillips home run right now? He just sprinted around the, the bases because he thought that the ball was still in play, but he, <laughs> the ball was gone. Hit the catalog. Ooh, I hope that's going to be like the fastest like home run trot of the year. 100% it will be. He, he was like <laughs> blazing. He was like full speed. He's fun. I, I do say I he'd be a fun Red Sox down the line, Brent Phillips. I hope it happens. He just kissed Randy Rosarino on the cheek. <laughs> oh, I can't watch the game because it's blacked out. Come on. I mean, it's right down the road. Hey, f- by the way, fuck Peacock and Apple TV and all Apple that TV. weird streaming stuff. Yes. Yeah, so stupid. Yes. I guess. I don't understand. Dude, Peacock, what? <clears throat> all right. Peacock. Um, We're just extending Oliver's life yeah, in this podcast. No, well, you so, so, Josh, how's your day going? Where are you going? I, dude, I told you I need to go to bed. I need to sleep. I need dude, let him go to bed. I used to be that guy, too. Oliver. I I I I'm sick sick as a dog right now. I need to go. Get the fuck out of my podcast. Bye. Bye. Are we gonna boot him? Yep. Revenge from last week. (laughs)
Let's oh, see yeah. Oliver. Oh yeah, I did. I did kick you out. Oh, it's right there, Oliver. Don't go yet. On right. and I'll... yes, he's gone. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I can. Uh... I can... So no, the podcast on. really begins. Let's go. <laughs> yeah, goodbye. This is the real pod. So how, how's everybody's day going? It's uh, going good. Just chilling. I want to report him for. No, I'm not going. You're reporting Oliver. <laughs> He's gonna be banned from all future zooms. Can you imagine? Like, you yeah. know, what? just give us a one star on Apple Podcasts. That'll rope. <laughs> Oliver sucks. One star. That'd be awesome. No, it wouldn't. No, it actually wouldn't. We just got back up to four after the Friars fam incident. So true. That was bad. That was bad there for a minute. So if you're listening, I don't know why you're still listening, but. <laughs> shout out g baby dude yeah. g baby hit me up like uh, last week he'll give like, us a five star with your alternate account or something yeah Hell please your burner itunes account your burner <laughs> imagine that might be the wildest thing to have a burner on that'd be sick that'd be that would take so much i've you got three thousand albums on my burner <laughs> <laughs> yeah maybe if you had to like hide like what you're listening to yeah, like your old lime wires and shit. They're just yeah. on an old iTunes account. I was always worried. Crazy. Like, but my I was always worried my Apple music like replay would, would show up with like crazy music that I listen to. I listen to some, some weird shit sometimes. Yours doesn't show up for me. Yeah, no, yeah. I don't think you have sharing on. Oh, wait, you have to is there a sharing thing? Yeah. I can see like when people certain people actually random shout out to Jake Gentile. Jake Gentile and I listen to a lot of the same music. I can always see like <laughs> he's listening to the or he's listening to this album. It's like, oh, cool. I absolutely hate Apple Music. Big take. Oh. I've been with Tidal for like five years, got rid of it because they kept hiking price. And honestly, it was the worst decision I've ever made. Wait, what? So what do you have now? So I have Apple Music right now until September for free because oh. I did the six month thing because I got a new iPhone. And, uh, I was just like, all right, fuck it. You know, it's free for six months. It's still music, blah, blah, blah. I just, I hate it. I hate everything about it. Title is just so much better. The interface is better. Like, that's a wow. Yeah, okay. I just love it. No. Do you well, like, I, do you have Apple TV too as a result? No. 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 I kind of, a big take. I kind of like Apple TV. Not going to lie. Yeah, they have, they have good, I have good YouTube. content. I have YouTube TV and I just bought MLB TV. <laughs> oh really yeah oh yeah um you guys have peacock no no but i thought i could you would think working at universal studios you'd get peacock for free but you don't oh interesting because is that, is it's, that, M- it's nbc thing? universal yeah, yeah. Oh. i uh i kind of want peacock just so i can watch bar rescue all the time that's all no, but that's I'm, there. I'm pretty sure it's only on peacock now I'm uh, I'm stealing Peacock from my uncle, so uh, I was able to watch the Kentucky Derby on the road. Nice. Oh, I watched that with YouTube TV. I love YouTube TV. Dude, it seems so cool. I had a three month free trial of YouTube TV, but I really didn't use it to be honest with you. It, like just ended. Yeah, and JD. I never so thought good. to use it. You know, Oliver was a big freaking Hulu Live guy. Oh, we're less than a minute. Oh shit! Any big takes? With big take, Oliver's not sleeping. Oliver's sleeping. <laughs> Sox win this game by at least six runs. This one, right now, hell yeah, it is zero zero in the bottom of the fourth. Big take, uh, Albert Pujols pitches at least one more time. <laughs> that was awesome. <laughs> that was so he dude, he was throwing it right in there, man. 80, 80 miles an hour, for 700. Let's get it. Franco's a beast. Yo, what's good? It's the one true host. And, yo, to follow up what I said to start the podcast off, I don't mean to be insulting to Oliver, but, bro, we need intros. And more importantly, we need outros. So in today's outro, I want to give a big shout out to our boys at House Enterprise on their podcast last week, last Tuesday, I believe it was, or Wednesday, no, it was Tuesday, and uh, they took the time out of their day 
listen to our mania. And they personally told me they listen to every podcast all the way through. Are you crazy? Certified psychopaths, Lance Legier, G Baby, Jake Ruth, James Murph, my boy Alex Fava, all listen all the way through, and that still blows my mind. I don't understand why. I love you guys for doing that, but why? But even our boys at House Enterprise listen to this whole thing? If that's the truth, all you guys want to come through with that good content, that good shit talk, and for that very reason, Released soon. When? I don't fucking know. But I'm gonna do it. I promise. An episode halfway recorded. I'm going all the way in. I'm going for pure content. No laps in talking. I want instrumentation. I'm going full Kanye and bringing in the Avengers of podcast. This podcast is going to be good, I'm telling you. I shouldn't tell you guys. Oh, we've got a big guest lined up soon. And by we, I mean me and Gilly. Gilly and I both know who it is. Josh has no clue. Oliver has truly no clue. Oliver will disapprove if we tell him so. Now that Oliver's going to listen this far, this is our little secret. Very entertaining podcast, I promise. The next episode will be 192. If you had a little, whoa, dude, lightning, lightning strike. We're up, dude, live lightning strike outside my house. Hello. Whoa. Did you guys hear that? Dude, I just thought it was so hard. All right, I gotta finish this shit up. Oh,